This is Brother Barnabas O'Reilly from St. Vincent Arch Abbey, and you are listening to Encounter Mercy. This is chapter 4 of Luke's Gospel. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit for forty days in the wilderness, tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing in those days, and when they were ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time, and said to him, To you I will give all this authority in their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it shall all be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And he took him to, the, to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will give you his angels charge of you to guard you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and a report concerning him went out through all the surrounding country, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and when he went to the t synagogue, as was his custom on the Sabbath day, he stood up to read, and there was given to him the book of the prophet Isaiah. He opened the book and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke well of him, and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? And he said to them, Doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Physician, heal yourself. What we have heard you did at Capernaum, do here also in your own country. And he said, Truly I say to you, no prophet is acceptable in his own country. But in truth, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when there came a great famine 
over all the land. And Elijah was sent to none of them, but only to Zarephath in the land of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, all in the synagogue were filled with wrath, and they rose up to put him and put him out of the city, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their city was built, that they might throw him down headlong. But passing through the midst of them, he went away. And when he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and he was teaching them on the Sabbath, and they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. And in the synagogue there was a man who had the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out with a loud voice, Ah, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him down in their midst, he came out of him, having done him no harm. And they were all amazed and said to one another, What is this word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And reports of him went out into every place in the surrounding region. And he arose and left the synagogue and entered Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was ill with a high fever, and they asked him about her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she rose and served them. Now when the sun was setting, all those who had any, who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out of many, crying, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew that he was the Christ. And when it, and when it was day, he departed and went into a lonely place. And the people sought him and came to him and would have him and would have kept him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. That is chapter 4 of the Gospel of Luke. One uh, aspect of this gospel that really strikes me is that Jesus goes out, uh, before he begins his ministry, he goes out into his own exile, into the desert, uh, really as a way to um, show us uh, that he, he comes out into our own exile that we experience because of sin. How often does sin make us feel like exiles and isolated? Um, and it's, it's neat how you, not neat how you see that Jesus gets tempted, but if you pay attention to how the devil tries to tempt Jesus, where he offers, you know, Jesus is obviously hungry. He's not eating out in the desert. He offers him, hey, 
why don't you turn that rock into bread? The temptation of pleasure. How often do we fall to simply the temptation of pleasure? And furthermore, he offers him the temptation of power and glory and authority. And, uh, you know, the thing is, Jesus already has this power, but the devil's even uh, trying to get him not only to, you know, potentially have power because Jesus has it, but to uh, strive after recognition of power. And how often do we buy into falling to temptation for simple recognition rather than just trusting that the Lord sees us? Um, and then thirdly, uh, Jesus is tempted by the devil by him saying, throw yourself down from the pinnacle of the, the temple and show that you are the Christ for your, the, your angels will come and save you. And this, I think, might be the deepest temptation that Satan puts on Jesus and even puts on us, which is, hey, prove your identity. He says to Jesus, prove your identity that you are the son of God, which really is the common theme between all three of them, but really like strongly revealed here. And how often does the, the evil one put lies in our own minds about our identity and that we need to draw close to Jesus who knows his own identity and can remind us of ours, that we are sons like he is and daughters of the Father. Uh, another uh, beautiful line here I think we can relate to is uh, verse 24. And he said, truly I say to you, no prophet is, ex is acceptable in his own country. And especially, um, you know, for people that are really trying to live out the faith, how difficult it can be to communicate the life and the spirit that you've received even to your own family, to your own friends who aren't quite there with you yet. Um, and that really Jesus knows. And he's not telling us to give up, but to continue to proclaim the truth even, uh, even if we get driven out like he was from his hometown. And then lastly, um, one neat thing, I was in the Holy Land in Israel, in Capernaum, where we read in this uh, gospel that Jesus went to the synagogue in Capernaum, right? And I was in that synagogue, and I was at the place where the scripture passage says Jesus cast out the demons from the, the man. And uh, it's interesting how it says then after this passage, uh, it goes to the healings at Simon's house where Jesus uh, healed Simon Peter's mother-in-law. Well, in, I believe it's the Gospel of Mark or Matthew, when you look at this scripture passage, it's the same thing, but the wording's a little different. And it says, like, he left the synagogue and immediately went to Simon's house. Now, in Capernaum, I was in that synagogue and I understood more so what it meant by immediately, because once I left the synagogue in Capernaum, I walked out the door, and about 50 yards away are the relics of St. Peter's house. So imagine that, that in these scripture passages, these are real places that real events happened. And in particular, um, Jesus is revealing himself at these real places, that he is the one who fulfills the prophet Isaiah's message that he will heal the sick, 
He will preach good news to the poor. He will bring sight to the blind that only he can do these things. What is it that we need to ask him today to do for us? He deeply desires to want to do it because he can and he will.